Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. Rising interest rates and economic concerns are top of mind. Jacksonville Business Journal Editor-in-Chief Tim Gibbons invites ViStar Credit Union President and CEO Brian Wolfberg to share what he's seeing in the market. We have talked a lot over the years about growth and about your vision for ViStar and where you're taking the credit union. But for this, I want to actually go back in time a little bit and kind of talk about what got you to this point? So you worked at HSBC, you worked at KeyBank, you came to Jacksonville, you were in Alaska before this. What got you into financial services in the first place? You know, I think ever since I was young, I was interested in business in general. When I was younger, I used to start a lot of businesses during grade school and high school, always trying to find ways to take ideas I had and uh, bring them to fruition also to make a little bit of money during that time. Coming out of high school, I went to undergrad for both uh, marketing and finance and uh, studied my undergrad up in New York and then did my master's in uh, New York City in business. And coming out of my master's, I worked in investments for a while. I worked for both Merrill Lynch in the investment side and then for Deutsche Bank as a trader before going over to work for HSBC in uh, general management and executive development program. And over the years, I've worked for various uh, regional, national, international banks, and then moved into credit unions about 10 plus years ago. You have uh, in previous conversations that you always get excited when you talk about credit unions and the impact on communities. But what drew you into that? What, uh, particularly with that type of background, why take the skills and talents to, to credit unions? Yeah, I think, you know, credit unions are a very important part of the financial services spectrum. Everyone plays a part, whether it's credit unions, community banks, the regional, the national banks. Um, there are a lot of individuals out there, a lot of organizations out there that need to be served in financial services. I love a lot of my background and experience in large banks and the training that I got in those organizations. But what I found in credit unions was a little different approach to the why with the members being owners of the organization, the decision-making in both the boardroom and the senior management table is just a little bit different. We're able to focus on long-term decisions and invest sort of patient capital to make sure that we have a positive impact on people's lives and, and on the communities that we serve. You talk about that long-term impact. One of the things that I think has marked your tenure at Vistar has been the growth of the, the organization as well as its community involvement. We'll talk about the community involvement in a moment because we talked recently about some of the exciting things you're doing there, but let's talk about the growth for a little bit. So credit unions obviously come in all sizes and Vistar has been getting bigger both in terms of your footprint, in terms of the number of members. Why did you come in with a growth-focused sort of mindset? I would say in general, I am a growth-minded leader throughout my career in each of the jobs that I've done. I'd like to go in, look at situations, evaluate what could be improved, and then execute on that. When coming into ViStar, we had an amazing organization that's been in existence in the community since 1952, starting out serving military and civil service members and then expanding. And what we had built around Jacksonville and Northeast Florida 
was really an outstanding organization. And, and that credit goes to my predecessor, Terry West and his leadership team. But also we had a lot of opportunity. You know, as I looked at the organization for our scale of being almost $6 billion at that time, we had a pretty strong concentration in just Northeast Florida. And so I thought there was some risk in that. I also looked out in places like Daytona and Orlando, Tallahassee, and up into Georgia as opportunities, opportunities for us to grow, which would help our organization. You know, with scale, we gain efficiency and we can invest in people, we can invest in technology and things like that. But we also know that what we do is uh, meets a need in our community, both for our members and for those communities. And so by growing, we're able to bring what we do, do good, lead by example, to more people and more communities and have a greater impact. Culture is important to you. And it's always interesting when I talk to CEOs of growing organizations, that seems like one of the big challenges is keeping your culture strong and centered as you have people who are more far flung, as you have new people joining you, how have you focused on keeping the Vistar culture front and center? You're absolutely correct. As you grow, as I talked about, our history of 70 years, and we were like a family here in Northeast Florida. And one of the things is, as you grow, you bring in more employees and they spread out. They spread out geographically, and that gets harder to continue to build that culture and to uh, instill that culture. I think one of the things that we've done is be uh, very clear about who we are and what we're trying to do as a purpose-driven organization, whether it's our current employees or the messaging we put out in advertising or the actions we take in our community, it says who we are. And then that attracts a certain type of person to want to come and work with us. When those individuals join our organization, they get a good amount of uh, onboarding with regards to interactions with the leadership team to work in our learning and development department. And we continually work to try and reinforce our culture once those employees are onboarded with us. I'm very proud of the culture that we've built. We've we found a way to have a back of a house operation that uh, you know executes at our scale to achieve the things that we need to do. But on uh, front of house, when we're interacting with our members, we're still bringing forward the credit union motto of people helping people and making sure that we're doing everything possible to do what's right. You talk about building out the infrastructure and, and one of the other impacts that you've had that people don't see because you know they, they see the branches out, out on the streets where they, you know, they're engaging with you as members. Vice has been pretty active in the fintech investment side of things. Why go down that road? Yeah, you know, I think everyone thinks of their credit union as the small, single location, two, three location credit union of the path. And those organizations, as I said, have a very important part to play in the system. But what we have grown to be is a a well-diversified financial institution that serves a large region. And what we're trying to do is not only be relevant, but remain competitive against the regional and national banks that we're saying, hey, there's a different way to do this. We have a different offering. To do that, we're going to have to really bring a business sense to the back office, to our operations. We're going to have to move into things like advanced analytics and investing and working with fintechs. And, you know, so we've always 
partnered with fintechs that we see a fit with, that we want to use as an organization, and that we see a need for in our industry. One of the things that we've done continually is not only bring them into ViStar, but try to find ways that they can be utilized by other credit unions in our industry, supporting them through uh, connections to other large credit unions, but also finding ways that smaller credit unions can pull together and use some of these services so that they can remain competitive as they continue to exist and, and compete in their markets. It's interesting when I look at some of the companies that you or you through different funds have invested in, that wide-ranging impact, that it is some of those smaller credit unions who would never have the financial resources to build out systems on their own that can kind of piggyback on the work that's being done. And we've invested in digital programs. We've invested in money movement programs, but we've also invested in a lot of organizations that have brought AI to underwriting to make sure that credit reaches individuals who in the past wouldn't. We've invested in organizations that support financial literacy and delivering that through fintechs. So there's connections to our business and there's connections to the people we serve. And as you said, having that impact on our community is our number one driver. As you've grown, as you've done things, there's been occasional challenges. There were some technical difficulties, you know, a year or so ago. As you look over your career, as you've gone through challenging times, what have you learned from those? What lessons have you have shaped who you are today as you look back at the challenges that you've overcome? Yeah, we've definitely had our challenges and most recently within the past year. I think that the things that I've learned are that uh, you have to be true and transparent, honest with both your employee base and with the membership and the community as a whole. We're a leadership team that's just like any others. We're going to make mistakes, especially with how hard we're pushing to innovate and to change our organization and to have an impact in the community and to grow. Uh, it's for those reasons that we are going to trip up every once in a while, and no one should hold that against anyone. What matters is how you respond to that, how you come back. And the learning that I've had is that if you're an open and transparent leader who people want to follow, if you have good intentions in your actions and you execute on those, people are willing to forgive you for those mistakes and see the good that we're doing in the community as a whole. You talk about doing good in the community as a whole, and the, the other entity that I alluded to a moment ago was the Vistar Foundation, which as a credit union, Vistar has been involved in investing in the community, in the communities. Um, and I think last time we talked, you corrected me on that. If it's not just it's not just the community, it's the communities. The foundation gives you a, a different way of doing that. You know, here locally, you've been involved, the Museum of Science and History, you're, you know, key player in helping their growth, Emerald Trail. And now in the other places as Vistar expands, why is the foundation important? Yeah, the credit union motto is people helping people. The top way that people think about that with regards to us is what we do for them and their financial services and banking services. But we see a broader picture, the ability to impact not only our members, but their neighbors and whole communities. And that's why over the past few years, we've magnified our giving financially. We've, it's up about a multiple of 10 to 20 fold versus uh, five years ago. But we've also refocused our team on serving on boards and volunteering. A few years back, we were always active in our community. But this past year in 2023, we're already at about 10,000 volunteer hours just through June of this year. And we have some very ambitious goals that we've set to have an impact. I think that working to have an impact in your community is an important part of what we do. If we're talking about just providing financial services, 
Anyone can do that. We believe we do it really well. We have some great low to no fees and great rates, but it's bigger than that. It's about our people being connected with our brand, living, fulfilling our purpose of doing good and leading by example and giving back into the community. Brian Wolfberg joining us. Next, his economic outlook as Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas, working with businesses across Florida to lower energy usage and costs with efficient natural gas. Get cash back energy conservation rebates when you install new natural gas equipment. Learn more at peoplesgas.com slash bizrebates. We've talked a lot about the role that Bystar plays both as a financial institution and, and as a philanthropic partner. I want to pull back the camera, you know, kind of to a broad sort of thing and talk just briefly about what you see on the horizon on an economic standpoint. You're on the board of the, the Jacksonville branch of the Federal Reserve. Obviously, you you keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening in all the markets you serve. It's a topsy-turvy world out there in the uh, financial services industry right now. As you look at the rest of 2023, what are you concerned about? What are you excited about? What, what do you see on the horizon? It's definitely a challenging environment. I mean, you've got a, a interest rates that have risen faster than we've had, they've been used to. We've got interest rates on loan, home loans, auto loans that are higher than they've been in 20 years. Those are pushing challenges on our, our membership and the community as whole when we're tightening as an industry on lending and the cost of lending into our membership is higher than it's been in years. That puts some real challenges on our community. I think that, you know, we've had some struggles over the past few years as you've come through COVID and then as an industry and a community, we, we went through the whole, all the rounds of PPP and then there, you know, work from home, return to work and everything that has really been challenging. And then, the, you know, going into the great resignation and employees demanding significant salary increases. Um, so a lot of businesses who have come through the past several years have, have had a lot to deal with. I think that there's some challenges ahead with regards to we probably maybe have another rate increase or two left, but I think it's smoothing out. It's returning to normal. We're seeing inflation numbers come down. We're seeing unemployment stabilize, and there's some other challenges on unemployment. I think that as I look into 2023, we probably still have some of those challenges, and uh, we have tighter borrowing, so you're going to have less spending. You're going to have less investment in business, so you're going to have less employment. But once those stabilize, I'm pretty uh, optimistic about 2024 versus six months ago when there was just so much turmoil, you didn't even know what the next six months, three months uh, would look like. I think the biggest stuff that we have laying ahead of us right now is everything with regards to AI and the chat GBTs and the impacts those are going to have on our employment base, not just in financial services, but across industries, across education systems, things like that. So as we get close to wrapping up here, we've talked kind of about what Vistor does outside as you've grown, but you're a Jacksonville born and bred sort of institution. You talked about the investments that you've made here on the first coast. Where do you see Jacksonville going? Uh, I think Jacksonville is poised for amazing growth. You know, the state is doing extremely well. We've got great immigration from other states across the country. We've got some really good business policies out there that enable organizations to grow. And then Jacksonville really, you know, for many years has sort of been behind the curve. And I feel at this point that we're probably on the leading edge of the curve. You know, I think we've got some strong new leadership in our city and that, that can help leverage and, and continue 
continue on the path of what was done by our past administration. If we continue to invest in things like the development of the stadium and the, the new hotel coming in from Shad Khan and his team, as well as all of the work that you mentioned, the Museum of Science and History going up on the waterfront and the development of the park systems down the waterfront, hotel and the multifamily housing investment in the city, Emerald Trail coming through, the new University of Florida campus, which Vistar was a, a leading funder for. Just amazing opportunity that lies ahead. We've got a lot of people in our community already. We have a lot of new people moving in. We have businesses moving in, great investment in infrastructure, new uh, venues like the POW MIA Museum, the upgrades to the zoo, the Museum of Science and History. I think that you look five years down the road and we're going to be one of those great cities to live in. And what's next for Vice Store then? I know growth is the, the quick answer, but what uh, what are you excited about on, over the next six months uh, for the organization? Yeah, I think it's the right amount of growth. So it's making sure that our back office is in good shape, that our operations are in good shape. We have some things that we've redoubled our attention on, fixing some things internally, improving ourselves before we continue to push on that growth. We're going to continue to look at new geographic areas to expand into, to gain that scale that we talked about, that efficiency that we need to invest in our own operations. We're going to continue to entertain conversations around mergers and acquisitions acquisitions. Long ago, we said we have a goal of being the credit union of the Southeast. There's a five to seven state region that at least in our current view, we'd like to serve. Um, there's a commonality amongst those states and those communities. There's a good presence of military in those communities and enables us to serve our members where they're born, where they go to school, where they go off to for a career, have a family, and even move into retirement or travel. And that's where we want to be able to serve our, our members across those communities, because that's what it's going to take for us to continue to compete, remain relevant in the financial services space. So growing to be a regional credit union of the Southeast, continuing to invest in our technology, upgrading ourselves to be what our members expect and deserve. And then, you know, in every community we go into, making sure that we invest in that community, that we provide uh, community engagement, whether that's on boards, volunteer hours or dollars back into those communities so that, uh, you know, we do the exact same that we're doing in Jacksonville and other communities that people see us, not just Vistar, but as a credit union, doing something different, making a difference in their communities. Excellent. Well, we'll be exciting to, uh, to follow along as you go through that entire process. So really do appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today and uh, good luck as you, uh, as you roll all of that out. Absolutely. And thank you, Tim. Thank you for downloading Florida Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida, brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy.